0: chapter two point twenty three part two of personal narrative of travels to the equinoctial regions of america during the years seventeen ninety nine to eighteen o four volume two by alexander von humboldt translated by thomasina ross The librivox recording is in the public domain chapter two point twenty three part two the banks of the upper guayania in general abound much less in fishing birds than those of cassiquietta the Meta, and the rauca where ornithologists would find sufficient to enrich immensely the collections of europe this scarcity of animals arises no doubt from the want of shoals and flat shores as well as from the quality of the black waters which on account of their very purity furnish less aliment to aquatic insects and fish however the indians of these countries during two periods of the year feed on birds of passage which repose in their long migrations on the waters of the rio negro when the orinoco begins to swell after the vernal equinox an innumerable quantity of ducks patos caritaros, remove from the eighth to the third degree of north latitude to the first and fourth degree of south latitude towards the south-south-east Note. the swellings of the nile take place much later than those of the orinoco after the summer solstice below Sain and at cairo in the beginning of july the nile begins to sink near that city generally about the fifteenth of october and continues sinking till the twentieth of may end of note these animals then abandon the valley of the orinoco no doubt because the increasing depth of waters and the inundations of the shores prevent them from catching fish insects and aquatic worms they are killed by thousands in their passage across the rio negro when they go towards the equator they are very fat and savoury but in the month of september when the orinoco decreases and returns into its bed the ducks warned either by the voices of the most experienced birds of passage or by that internal feeling which not knowing how to define we call instinct return from the amazon and the rio branco toward the north at this period they are too lean to tempt the appetite of the indians of the rio negro and escape pursuit more easily from being accompanied by a species of herons, gavanes, which are excellent eating. Thus the Indians eat ducks in March and herons in September. We could not learn what becomes of the gavanes during the swellings of the Orinoco, and why they do not accompany the patos carreteros in their migration from the Orinoco to the Rio Branco. These regular migrations of birds, from one part of the tropic towards another, in a zone which is during the whole year of the same temperature, are very extraordinary phenomena. The southern coasts of the west india islands receive also every year at the period of the inundations of the great rivers of terra firma numerous flights of the fishing birds of the orinoco and its tributary streams we must presume that the variations of drought and humidity in the equinoctial zone have the same influence as the great changes of temperature in our climates on the habits of animals the heat of summer and the pursuit of insects call the hummingbirds into the northern parts of the United States, and into Canada as far as the parallels of Paris and Berlin. In the same manner, a greater facility for fishing draws the web-footed and long-legged birds from the north to the south, from the Orinoco towards the Amazon. Nothing is more marvelous, and nothing is yet known less clearly in a geographical point of view, than the direction, extent, and term of the migrations of birds after having entered the rio negro by the pimichin and passed the small cataract at the confluence of the two rivers we discovered at a distance of a quarter of a league the mission of maroa this village containing one hundred and fifty indians presented an appearance of ease and prosperity we purchased some fine specimens of the toucan alive a courageous bird the intelligence of which is developed like that of our domestic ravens we passed on the right above Maroa. First the mouth of the Aquio, note Aqui, a'aki, Aki, of the most recent maps, end of note, and then that of the Tomo, note, Tomui, Timuho, Tomon, end of note. On the banks of the latter river dwell the Cheruva Chahinas, some families of whom I had seen at San Francisco Solano. The Tomo lies near the Rio Guaysia, and the mission of Tomo receives by that way fugitive Indians from the lower Guaiania we did not enter the mission but father Zia related to us with a smile that the indians of tomo and maroa had been one day in full insurrection because an attempt was made to force them to dance the famous dance of the devils the missionary had taken a fancy to have the ceremonies by which the piaches who are at once priests physicians and conjurors evoke the evil spirit iolochiamo represented in a burlesque manner he thought the dance of the devils would be an excellent means of provoking to the neophytes that Iolochiamo had no longer any power over them. Some young Indians, confiding in the promises of the missionary, consented to act the devils, and were already decorated with black and yellow plumes and jaguar skins with long sweeping tails. The place where the church stands was surrounded by the soldiers who are distributed in the missions in order to add more effect to the counsels of the monks, and those indians who were not entirely satisfied with respect to the consequences of the dance and the impotency of the evil spirit were brought to the festivity the oldest and most timid of the indians however imbued all the rest with a superstitious dread all resolved to flee al monte and the missionary adjourned his project of turning into derision the demon of the natives what extravagant ideas may sometimes enter the imagination of an idle monk who passes his life in the forests far from everything that can recall human civilization to his mind the violence with which the attempt was made to execute in public at tomo the mysterious dance of the devils is the more strange as all the books written by the missionaries relate the efforts they have used to prevent the funereal dances the dances of the sacred trumpet and that ancient dance of the serpents the quiti, in which these wily animals are represented as issuing from the forests and coming to drink with the men in order to deceive them and carry off the women after two hours navigation from the mouth of the tomo we arrived at the little mission of san miguel de davipa founded in seventeen seventy five not by monks but by a lieutenant of militia don francisco bobadilla the missionary of the place father Murillo, with whom we spent some hours received us with great hospitality he even offered us madeira wine but as an object of luxury we should have preferred wheaten bread the want of bread becomes more sensibly felt in length of time than that of strong liquor portuguese of the amazon carry small quantities of madeira wine from time to time to the rio negro and the word madeira signifying wood in the castilian language the monks who are not much versed in the study of geography, had a scruple of celebrating Mass with Madeira wine, which they took for a fermented liquor extracted from the trunk of some tree, like palm wine, and requested the guardian of the missions to decide whether the vino de Madeira were wine from grapes or the juice of a tree. At the beginning of the conquest the question was agitated whether it were allowable for the priests, in celebrating Mass, to use any fermented liquor, analogous to grape wine, the question, as might have been foreseen, was decided in the negative. At Davipa we bought some provisions, among which were fowls and a pig. This purchase greatly interested our Indians, who had been a long while deprived of meat. They pressed us to depart in order to reach the island of Dapa, where the pig was to be killed and roasted during the night. We had scarcely time to examine in the convent, Convento, the great stores of money resin, and cordage of the chiquichiqui palm which deserves to be more known in europe this cordage is extremely light it floats upon the water and is more durable in the navigation of rivers than ropes of hemp it must be preserved at sea by being often wetted and little exposed to the heat of the tropical sun don antonio santos celebrated in the country for his journey in search of lake parima taught the Indians of the Spanish Rio Negro to make the use of the petioles of the chiqui-chiqui, a palm tree with pinnate leaves, of which we saw neither the flowers nor the fruit. This officer is the only white man who ever came from Angostura to Gran Para, passing by land from the sources of the Rio Caroni to those of the Rio Branco. He had studied the mode of fabricating ropes from the chiqui-chiqui in the Portuguese colonies, and... On his return from the Amazon, he introduced this branch of industry into the missions of Guyana. It were to be wished that extensive rope walks could be established on the banks of the Rio Negro and the Casiquiari, in order to make these cables an article of trade with Europe. A small quantity is already exported from Angostura to the West Indies, and it costs from 50 to 60 percent less than cordage of hemp young palm trees only being employed, they must be planted and carefully cultivated. A little above the mission of Davipa, the Rio Negro receives a branch of the Cassiquiare, the existence of which is a very remarkable phenomenon in the history of the branchings of rivers. This branch issues from the Cassiquiare, north of Siva, bearing the name of the Itinivini, and, after flowing for the length of twenty-five leagues, through a flat and almost uninhabited country, it falls into the rio negro under the name of the rio conorichita it appeared to me to be more than one hundred and twenty toises broad near its mouth although the current of the conorichita is very rapid this natural canal abridges by three days the passage from Davipa to esmeralda we cannot be surprised at a double communication between the cassiquiare and the rio negro when we recollect that so many of the rivers of america form as it were deltas at their confluence with other rivers. Thus, the rio Branco and the rio Hupura enter by a great number of branches into the rio Negro and the Amazon. At the confluence of the Hupura, there is a much more extraordinary phenomenon. Before this river joins the Amazon, the latter, which is the principal recipient, sends off three branches, called Uaranapu, Manhama, and Avataparana, to the Hupura, which is but a tributary stream. The Portuguese astronomer Ribeiro has proved this important fact. The Amazon gives waters to the Jupura itself before it receives that tributary stream. The rio Conorechita, or Itinivini, formerly facilitated the trade in slaves, carried on by the Portuguese in the Spanish territory. The slave traders went up by the Casiquiare and the Cano Mi to Conorechita, and thence dragged their canoes by a portage to the Rochellas of Manuteso, in order to enter the atabapo this abominable trade lasted till about the year seventeen fifty six when the expedition of solano and the establishment of the missions on the bank of the rio negro put an end to it old laws of charles v and philip the third note twenty sixth january fifteen twenty three and ten october sixteen eighteen end of note had forbidden under the most severe penalties such as being rendered incapable of civil employment and a fine of two thousand piastres the conversion of the natives to the faith by violent means and sending armed men against them but notwithstanding these wise and humane laws the rio negro in the middle of the last century was no further interesting in european politics than as it facilitated the entradas or hostile incursions and favoured the purchase of slaves the caribs a trading and warlike people received from the portuguese and the dutch knives fish-hooks small mirrors and all sorts of glass beads they excited the indian chiefs to make war against each other bought their prisoners and carried them off themselves by stratagem or force all whom they found in their way in these incursions of the caribs comprehended an immense extent of land they went from the banks of the essequibo and the caroni by the rupunuri and the paraguamusi on one side directly south toward the rio branco and on the other to the southwest following the portages between the rio paragua the caura and the ventuario the caribs when they arrived amid the numerous tribes of the upper orinoco divided themselves into several bands in order to reach by the casiquiare the cababuri the Itinivini, and the atabapo on a great many points at once the banks of the guianea or rio negro and carry on the slave trade with the portuguese thus the unhappy natives before they came into immediate contact with the europeans suffered from their proximity the same causes produce everywhere the same effects the barbarous trade which civilized nations have carried on and still partially continue on the coast of africa extends its fatal influence even to regions where the existence of white men is unknown having quitted the mouth of the Conorichita and the mission of davipa we reached at sunset the island of dapa lying in the middle of the river and very picturesquely situated we were astonished to find on this spot some cultivated ground and on the top of a small hill an indian hut four natives were seated round a fire of brushwood and they were eating a sort of white paste with black spots which much excited our curiosity these black spots proved to be vachacos large ants the hinder parts of which resemble a lump of grease. They had been dried and blackened by smoke. We saw several bags of them suspended above the fire. These good people paid but little attention to us, yet there were more than fourteen persons in this confined hut, lying naked in hammocks, hung one above another. When Father Zia arrived, he was received with great demonstrations of joy. The military are in greater numbers on the banks of the Rio Negro than on those of the orinoco owing to the necessity of guarding the frontiers and wherever soldiers and monks dispute for power over the indians the latter are most attached to the monks two young women came down from their hammocks to prepare for us cakes of cassava in answer to some inquiries which we put to them through an interpreter they answered that cassava grew poorly on the island but that it was good land for ants and food was not wanting in fact these vachacos furnish subsistence to the indians of rio negro and the guayania they do not eat the ants as a luxury but because according to the expression of the missionaries the fat of ants the white part of the abdomen is a very substantial food when the cakes of cassava were prepared father zia whose fever seemed rather to sharpen than to enfeeble his appetite ordered a little bag to be brought to him filled with smoked vachacos he mixed these bruised insects with flour of cassava, which he pressed us to taste. It somewhat resembled rancid butter mixed with crumb of bread. The cassava had not an acid taste, but some remains of European prejudices prevented our joining in the praises bestowed by the good missionary on what he called an excellent ant paste. The violence of the rain obliged us to sleep in this crowded hut. The Indians slept only from eight till two in the morning. The rest of the time they employed in conversing in their hammocks and preparing their bitter beverage of cupana they threw fresh fuel on the fire and complained of cold although the temperature of the air was at twenty-one degrees this custom of being awake and even on foot four or five hours before sunrise is general among the indians of guiana when in the entradas an attempt is made to surprise the natives the hours chosen are those of the first sleep from nine till midnight we left the island of Dapa long before daybreak, and notwithstanding the rapidity of the current and the activity of our rowers, our passage to the fort of San Carlos del Rio Negro occupied twelve hours. We passed on the left the mouth of the Cassiquiare, and on the right the small island of Cumaray. The fort is believed, in the country, to be on the equatorial line, but according to the observations which I made at the rocks of Culimacari, it is in 1 degree 54 minutes, 11 seconds. We lodged at San Carlos with the commander of the fort, a lieutenant of militia. From a gallery in the upper part of the house, we enjoyed a delightful view of three islands of great length and covered with thick vegetation. The river runs in a straight line from north to south, as if its bed had been dug by the hand of man. The sky, being constantly cloudy, gives these countries a solemn and gloomy character we found in the village a few juvia trees which furnish the triangular nuts called in europe the almonds of the amazon or brazil nuts we have made it known by the name of bertoletia excelsa the trees attain after eight years growth the height of thirty feet the military establishment of this frontier consisted of seventeen soldiers ten of whom were detached for the security of the neighbouring missions owing to the extreme humidity of the air there are not four muskets in a condition to be fired. The Portuguese have from twenty-five to thirty men, better clothed and armed, at the little fort of San Jose de Maravitanos. We found in the mission of San Carlos but one garita, a small house constructed with unbaked bricks and containing six field pieces. Note, this word literally signifies a sentry box, but it is here employed in the sense of storehouse or arsenal. End of note. the little fort or as they think proper to call it here the castillo de san felipe is situated opposite san carlos on the western bank of the rio negro the passage from the mouth of the rio negro to gran para occupying only twenty or twenty-five days it would not have taken us much more time to have gone down the amazon as far as the coast of brazil than to return by the cassiquiare and the orinoco to the northern coast of caracas we were informed at san carlos that on account of political circumstances it was difficult at that moment to pass from the spanish to the portuguese settlements but we did not know till after our return to europe the extent of the danger to which we should have been exposed in proceeding as far as Barcellos. it was known at brazil possibly through the medium of the newspapers that i was going to visit the missions of the rio negro and examine the natural canal which unites two great systems of rivers in those desert forests instruments had been seen only in the hands of the commissioners of the boundaries and at that time the subaltern agents of the portuguese government could not conceive how a man of sense could expose himself to the fatigues of a long journey to measure lands that did not belong to him orders had been issued to seize my person my instruments and above all, those registers of astronomical observations, so dangerous to the safety of states. We were to be conducted by way of the Amazon to Gran Para, and thence sent back to Lisbon. But fortunately for me, the government at Lisbon, on being informed of the zeal of its subaltern agents, instantly gave orders that I should not be disturbed in my operations, but that on the contrary they should be encouraged, if I traversed any part of the portuguese possessions in going down the guayanilla or rio negro you pass on the right the cano maliapo and on the left the cano stariba and en eni at five leagues distant nearly in one degree 38 minutes of north latitude is the island of san josef a little below that island in a spot where there are a great number of orange trees now growing wild the traveler is shown a small rock 200 feet high with a cavern called by the missionaries the glorieta de coqui this summer-house for such is the signification of the word glorieta in spanish recalls remembrances that are not the most agreeable it was here that coqui the chief of the Manativitanos, had his harem of women and where he devoured the finest and fattest note at san carlos there is still preserved an instrument of music a kind of large drum ornamented with very rude indian paintings which relate to the exploits of coqui End of note. the tradition of the harem and the orgies of coqui is more current in the lower orinoco than on the banks of the guianilla at san carlos the very idea that the chief of the Monativitanos could be guilty of cannibalism is indignantly rejected the portuguese government has established many settlements even in this remote part of brazil below the glorieta in the portuguese territory there are eleven villages in an extent of twenty-five leagues i know of nineteen more as far as the mouth of the rio negro beside the six towns of tomari moira near the rio de menene or uaraca where dwelt anciently the guiana indians Barceos, san miguel de rio branco near the river of the same name so well known in the fictions of el dorado moira and the villa de rio negro the banks of this tributary stream of the amazon alone are consequently ten times more thickly peopled than all the shores of the upper and lower orinoco the Casiquiare, the atabapo and the spanish rio negro among the tributary streams which the rio negro receives from the north three are particularly deserving of attention because on account of their branchings their portages and the situation of their sources they are connected with the often discussed problem of the origin of the orinoco the most southern of these tributary streams are the rio branco which was long believed to issue conjointly with the orinoco from lake parima note the portuguese name rio branco signifies white water rio parima is a caribbean name signifying great water these names having also been applied to different tributary streams have caused many errors in geography the great rio branca or parima often mentioned in this work is formed by the uraracuare and the tacutu and flows between carvoeiro and the via de Mura into the rio negro it is the quiquene of the natives and forms at its confluence with the rio negro a very narrow delta between the principal trunk and the Amayauja, which is a little branch more to the west end of note and the rio Padaviri, which communicates by a portage with the Mavaca, and consequently with the upper Orinoco to the east of the mission of Esmeralda. We shall have occasion to speak of the rio Branco and the Padaviri when we arrive in that mission. It suffices here to pause at the third tributary stream of the rio Negro, the Capaburi, the interbranchings of which, with the Cassiquiari, are alike important in their connection with hydrography and with the trade in sarsaparilla. The lofty mountains of the Parima, which border the northern bank of the Orinoco, in the upper part of its course above Esmeralda, send off a chain toward the south, of which the Cerro de Untaran forms one of the principal summits. This mountainous country, of small extent but rich in vegetable productions, above all in the Leana, employed in preparing the Waurari poison, in almond trees, the Juvia, or Bertoletia excelsa in aromatic pucaries and in wild cacao trees, forms a point of division between the waters that flow to the Orinoco, the Cassiquiare, and the Rio Negro. The tributary streams on the north, or those of the Orinoco, are the Mavaca and the Daracapo. Those in the west, or of the Cassiquiare, are the Idapa and the Pacimoni, and those on the south, or of the Rio Negro, are the Padaviri and the Cababuri. The latter is divided near its source into two branches, the westernmost of which is known by the name of Baria. The Indians of the Mission of San Francisco Solano gave us the most minute description of its course. It affords the very rare example of a branch by which an inferior tributary stream, instead of receiving the waters of the superior stream, sends to it a part of its own waters in a direction opposite to that of the principal recipient. The Capaburi runs into the Rio Negro, near the mission of Nossa Senhora de Caldas but the rivers Ya and Dimiti which are higher tributary streams communicate also with the Cababuri so that from the little fort of San Gabriel de Oieras, as far as San Antonio de Castanajera the indians of the Portuguese possessions can enter the territory of the Spanish missions by the baria and the pacimoni the chief object of these incursions is the collection of sarsaparilla and the aromatic seeds of the pucuri laurel, Lauras paichurum. The sarsaparilla of these countries is celebrated at Gran Para, Angostura, Cumana, Nueva Barcelona, and in other parts of Terra Firma, by the name of Zarza del Rio Negro. It is preferred to the Zarza of the province of Caracas, or of the mountains of Merida. It is dried with great care, and exposed purposely to smoke, in order that it may become blacker. This liana grows in profusion on the humid declivities of the mountains of Unturan and De Candolle is right in suspecting that different species of Smilax are gathered under the name of sarsaparilla. We found twelve new species, among which the Smilax syphilitica of the Cassiquiari and the Smilax officinalis of the river Magdalena are the most esteemed on account of their diuretic properties. The quantity of sarsaparilla employed in the Spanish colonies as a domestic medicine is very considerable we see by the works of plusius that at the beginning of the conquista europe obtained this salutary medicament from the mexican coast of honduras and the port of guayaquil the trade in zarza is now more active in those ports which have interior communications with the orinoco the rio negro and the amazon the trials made in several botanical gardens of europe prove that the smilax glauca of virginia which it is pretended is the S. sarsaparilla of Linnaeus, may be cultivated in the open air, wherever the mean temperature rises above six or seven degrees of the centigrade thermometer. But most species that possess the most active virtues belong exclusively to the torrid zone, and require a much higher degree of heat. Note, the winter temperature at London and Paris is 4.2 and 3.7, at Montpellier 6.7, at Rome 7.7 degrees. In that part of Mexico and the terra firma, where we saw the most active species of the sarsaparilla growing, that which supplies the trade of the Spanish and Portuguese colonies, the temperature is from twenty to twenty-six degrees. The roots of another family of monocotyledons, of some cyperaceae possess also diaphoretic and resolvent properties. The Carex arenaria and the C. hirta, etc., furnish the German sarsaparilla of druggists. According to Clusius, Europe received the first sarsaparilla from the Yucatan, and the island of Puna opposite Guayaquil. End of note. In reading the works of Clusius, it can scarcely be conceived why our writers on the Materia Medica persist in considering a plant of the United States as the most ancient type of the official species of the genus Smilax. End of chapter 2.23, part 2.